Hi guys, I'm Brad Montgomery, and welcome to The Breakdown. And here we talk about science, psychology, and investing. Today we're going to be talking about adults living at home from the financial perspective. Before we get started, if you missed any of our past conversations, you can catch any of our episodes at kfoxtv.com forward slash The Breakdown and listen along on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now, let's break it down. And today we'll be speaking with some young adults who have lived at home past their teenage years and have them share some of their experiences. I want to start with Noah. And Noah, how long did you stay at home, live at home past the age of 18? Yeah, so I've been living at home pretty much all my life. Um, so I'm about to turn 20 in a couple weeks. Um, so pretty much from the start to now, I've been at home. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been living at, at home since I'm going to school still. So that helps. Yeah, that does. Yes. And, and since, as we jump off into that, what have you found to be just some of the benefits in general and then some of the biggest benefits? Yeah. So I think one of the biggest benefits of, of living at home is just, is kind of like that financial security, right? Just kind of like being able to know that I'm going to save money on, on rent and kind of, um, my, my parents were lucky enough to help me with my gas for my car too. So those are kind of the benefits of it because I don't have to go spending my paychecks on, on rent. Um, since it's so expensive now, so for sure, yeah, for sure, and and obviously, you know, I mean, I, I lived at home past my teenage years. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't bad, but yeah. but it's not all roses, yeah, right. Let's, of course, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so let's let's touch on that side as well. What, what are some of the drawbacks? Yeah, so honestly, I don't know. For me personally, um, since I'm pretty much somebody who just I work a lot, right? Um, right. So. I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm the most social butterfly ever. So I kind of think it works in my favor. Um, but I do notice that maybe I'm not getting that full college experience. Maybe oh, that okay. some of my friends from out of town or maybe even out of state have gotten. Good point. Um, so, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm maybe missing out on that, but for me, it's kind of like, it's, it's okay, I guess. Um, but yeah, that, that is one of the drawbacks for sure. And yeah. what are some of the things so that's kind of interesting? Yeah. Cause you're not immersed in that. You're not forced to be immersed in that. Yeah. So, and what are some of the things that uh, you weren't expecting uh, on either side that came along with staying at home? Yeah. So things I wasn't expecting, man, I'm not too sure to be honest. I think maybe I wasn't expecting to, um, I, I will say I wouldn't expect to come home so late sometimes when I'll be out. Um, and, and that's kind of awkward too, right? Cause like my parents will already be asleep and right. then I'm just like walking in, and you know, worry. Um, and then they worry. Yeah. So I think that's probably one of the drawback is that, um, I'm kind of like also, I don't want to say disrupting my parents cause I know they're, they're wanting to help. Right. But I still think that I'm sometimes maybe disturbing their sleep patterns just a tad. And do they, so like my, my dad was like, you know, as long as you're uh, going to work or going to school, yeah. you know, and I did, I did both, but were there, did they have any kind of, you know, just a couple of prerequisites, you know, if you're going to stay here, do they have any, have they had anything like that for you? Anything they've wanted you to do or not really, you know, you know um, cause you're already going to school anyway. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So since I'm going to school, uh, my parents pretty much just say school is your job. Okay. Um, just as long as you're, you're doing something, staying active and stuff like that. Um, other than that, it's pretty much just take out the trash, you know, um, that kind of walk the dogs and stuff. But other than that, it's, it's been pretty solid. And how long do you plan on? So you're 20, I'll be 20. Yeah. You're going to be 20. So, so how long do you plan on, you know, once you graduate, once you get a job or how long do you plan on staying at home? Yeah. So, um, I'm looking at currently depending on where I get a job at, um, that really depends. I mean, the market now, especially like from the financial aspect of being a fresh college grad, it's just, it's insane, right? It's rents and rent is crazy. (laughs) So, um, I think it's just kind of taking that step to evaluate what's best for me. Um, but I think if, if I got a job maybe out of town, maybe here in El Paso or something like that, I would probably 
end up having to move. Okay, so it'll be um, more dictate on where you end up going, exactly. where you end up landing. Okay. Yeah, okay, cool. pretty much, yeah. Well, thank you very much, Noah, for of sharing course. your experience. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. And next up, we have Liani Monsivais, and she is our promotions producer, the promotions producer. And Liani, <laughs> how long after age 18 did you stay at home? I know your story is a little bit longer here. So, so I stayed at home for approximately about five years until um, I ended up getting uh, adjusted into like my own place. But five years I stayed uh, after I was 18. But I lived with my parents my whole life. And and how what was your experience like? Were you were you working? Were you going to school? Were you doing both or what? I was doing both. So I was going to school full time and then work part time. And then after I graduated EPCC, I started working um, full-time. And I worked full-time um, even when I was working at home, too. Okay, so your parents were not too concerned, I guess. Were, yeah, no. <laughs> were there any stipulations, like anything they wanted you to do? Like, you know, well, since you are living at home, you know, would you do this or would you, you know, like any chores? Or like for me, like my parents were like, you know, I could mention before, mm -hmm. you know, as long as you're going to school or working, then... Yeah. Mine, were, mine was pretty much the same. It was there wasn't really any stipulations. I didn't have to pay. I know some kids um, after a certain point of their age that you have to pay rent. My parents never did that. Um, I think at, at least in the culture of in my house, it was very much I would prefer you to stay. Okay. So anything to get you to stay, we'll they would, do. Oh, they welcome that. Okay. <laughs> and then okay. you know um, I would help out with groceries time to time, but it was nothing that was expected of me. It was just something like I'm at Walmart. Do you guys need milk? I'll right. go grab some milk um, and stuff like that. But I think I think it was because I was working um, and I paid for like my own car and everything. They were just like, mm. and that was one of the benefits then too. Yes, it was. So, were there any other benefits? Um, you know what? I think what I miss the most about living at home is the food. Okay. Oh my god, the <laughs> food! Because I yeah, I yeah, you're right. You don't realize, especially. Um, uh, at least in my house, like my grandma and my mom were always cooking. Mm -hmm. And so I always had food. Oh, always food was available. I had breakfast every morning. And then when I started living on my own, it was like, oh my God, I have to, I have to cook now. Yeah. And now I don't eat, like it's rare I even get to even have breakfast. Right, a home cooked uh, meal. A nice home cooked meal. Yeah. And um, you know, they teach, they, they've come over since then, te taught me a little bit of their recipes, but I miss coming home and having like, oh, yeah, look, we got, I got beans and rice. And I'm like, oh. That's awesome. I you know, and it, it's funny you mentioned, and I missed that part too. I never thought about that, mm -hmm. but yeah. And it was, you know, what did you want? You know, it, when, when I, I lived at home well into my twenties working, mm -hmm. going to school, but, and also I like to cook. So just having the refrigerator full yes. without having to go shopping, like the refrigerator <laughs> was just there. It was, there. It was magically <laughs> full and ready all the time. And the bad so. food was thrown away. You That's never, right. I never, you never saw the, the vegetables go bad right. or anything. It was just fresh food all the time. So that's one of the, yeah, it's the little, there's some little things that go along with it too. Now, what were some of the, the, the drawbacks? Some of the things that were not so great that you necessarily either expected or didn't expect? So, in terms of drawbacks, I think, and I wouldn't even consider it that much of a drawback since I've always been more of a homebody, but um, being able to just have like, you know, after you get to a certain age, like you go out and then you you come home at like 2 a.m. in the morning. Yep. You're just like, even though I'm of age, it feels like you're sneaking back in. Yeah, you gotta be quiet. <laughs> you gotta be yeah. quiet, you gotta be, you know, or yeah. having friends over, like yeah. you still kind of have to ask like, hey mom, like, can Priscilla come over today? Right. At this time, like you, you're not gonna mind. She never really cared, but it was just. Now it's that kind of like that freedom of like, if I want to have a movie night with my friends or a slumber party, 
adults open party with some of my friends. I don't have to worry about my parents yeah. or whatever. I can have the TV all the way up. Right. I can have my music as loud as I want. Right. That's just kind of like some of the, the not so necessarily drawbacks, but some of the benefits, the benefits. I think. Okay, so yeah, definitely more benefits than drawbacks. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, cool. And was there anything that just came out of nowhere that wasn't expected on either side? I think for me, um, at least I was kind of grown up to to look forward to living in a dorm room, okay. living in like living on a college campus. Um, and of course, my financial situ situation did not really allow some of that. And so um, I was just kind of had to readjust my expectations very quickly of, OK, maybe I'm not going to go live on a university. I'll live still with my mom, but uh, my mom, my dad, but I'm sure it'll be fine and it ended up being fine because I'm not left with $100,000 worth of student debt. So some of the college there. experience yeah. stuff that's been touched on, you kind of feel like you, but yeah, but again, it was kind of the trade-off was, yeah, you know, you don't have the debt to worry about. I don't have the but debt and maybe everything. the college, college experience you feel maybe missing out a little. Yeah, I, and, and, and it's very much like very slightly. Um, do I wish that I, ha I had, you know, some of those like crazy college stories? Maybe, but then at the same time, it's, my mom is fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Family's fun. We can we have a fun time on our own. True. Okay, well, awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your experience as well, Liani. Thank you so much for having me. And we're bringing you in, Ian, and your experience, uh, how has it been either either living at home or, or coming back home? Or how, what was your experience as far as being at home past 18? Uh, my experience, I went to college for about a semester year, basically, and I got a whole bunch of debt in, so I had to come back home. Okay. And I was like, okay, what do I do? My parents like, just live in the basement. You pay rent, you pay for your vehicle and just do what you can, but you're kind of like a roommate. Okay. And that's kind of what, uh, how it went for me to where I was just working full time, paying off the debt. And then my parents were just like, we are out of food, but you pay for your own food because okay. I was a bigger boy at the time. Okay. Okay. And you mentioned rent as well. Did they? Did they? Yes. Okay. And, but that allowed you to basically get rid of that that college debt that you had accrued. So, yeah. Okay. okay. It, it was less than actually paying rent, but it was still a decent amount because I was trying as an 18 year old to also pay for a vehicle while going to college. Oh. Not the smartest thing, but fun. But yeah, that could yeah. be that can add up. Um, so so that was one of the benefits, right? Being able to pay down that debt. Yes. pretty quickly that that semester of debt i believe you said yeah okay and then what were the any other benefits that came along with that um basically i got to realize that i didn't go in the first time correctly i went in full college thinking yeah i can easily afford it it's like i should have went to community college i should have you know gotten basic away like just financially figure out a way better way of doing it mm -hmm. to where i'm not you know living well beyond my means instead of just diving in yeah. Kind of thing. Okay. And what were some of the drawbacks of living at home? I love my parents. I do. They are not the great roommates that I thought okay. they were. Right. <laughs> and you noticed that more as you were what, 19, 20, 22, yeah. 23, or, or was it, was it right when you had moved in? Uh, I kind of knew it even before that because okay. my parents gave me a lot of freedom. Just like you're working a full time job, you're going to school, you're doing sports. You are your own person already. Do that. And I was just like, I can't deal with y'all. Y'all want to do your own thing. And I'm too tired to deal with you. So not the greatest. OK, OK. And I can see that happening. Um, what were some what were some things that came up 
along with living at home that you kind of weren't expecting, either good or bad. You know, because obviously I moved back home um, and my parents and I got along. We got along. We got along fine yeah. at the end of the day. But um, I did notice every now and then a little bit and with the coming home late sometimes a little bit you know tension yeah so so what were some things that were unexpected that was something i didn't expect what were some things for you that for me they got a little bit more like we expect you to do certain things because you are now an adult Mm -hmm. but it was like i was already doing my adulting just Mm -hmm. not exactly how you wish oh okay so they were more involved still yeah they were more involved than they were the previous year uh, before I had left. But in that way, they're like, hey, you haven't focused on this. Now you need to focus. You've messed up. You should fix what you're doing now. Okay. So okay. like positive and negative. So maybe if they would have had a little more, you were maybe going into it either thinking or hoping, probably just automatically thinking maybe they would have more of a hands-off approach. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Thank you all so much for taking the time to have this conversation. And when we come back, we're going to be talking to a financial expert. And now that we've spoken with some young people who have experienced living at home as adults, we want to bring in a financial expert and see this side of it as well. We're with Pro Contreras with Rise Federal Credit Union. And let's see, let's get right into it here. So as kids live at home, basically into their adult years or beyond turning into an adult, that first stage of their life, they can kind of save some money. That can be one of the benefits. Is that correct? And and if that is one of the benefits, how better can it even be realized? What are some things that can even help that along a little more? Definitely. So it, it can be a benefit um, for the child living at home, right? And so one of the ways that that can benefit them is, of course, they're saving money for whatever whatever that may be, whether it's saving it for a house right. or paying their debt off or paying their their college. Going out more. Going out more. <laughs> I mean, whatever the right. whatever the, the issue is, right, yeah. or the circumstance. Um, but one of the benefits is that they can really learn how to manage their money if they do so correctly, mm. um, like creating a budget, maybe paying their parents back or taking over a utility bill or something mm. to kind of help their parents as well. So and, like that. Okay, and, and because I want to look at it from the parent side also, because is it can it be beneficial to the parent? I guess if they contribute in some way, um, maybe, right? So maybe they don't right. take over the mortgage payment or the tax. <laughs> but, right, right, realistically, right. Right, but something you're so, saying. So yeah, definitely. So it's it's that's a tricky question. So can it financially benefit the parent? Right. I don't See there being a lot of right, financial for benefits for the parents, right? right? It's more because something they can absorb. I yes. Guess. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, so it's the, more the beneficial to the. More beneficial for the for the child or the student or the adult child living at home, but um, it's also, uh, I mean, the benefits for the parent would come in um, when the child, I mean, the well, yeah, adult child is maybe helping with um, the grocery, mm-hmm. the grocery. Uh, visits or taking parents to the doctors or kind of in that in that sense but right. not financially yeah. yeah that's kind of okay it's tough and, and and what are some things that so so then let's kind of pivot from that to what are some things that can they could parents can do to kind of mitigate some of those expenses mm-hmm. of a child living at home what it, i mean i guess some say they you know i've heard some people say 
even like I guess that they you know they paid their parents a little rent or something like that or right yeah definitely so there's a few things um, of course is that if the child is under 24 and going to school full time then they can still be claimed on the parents income tax so right. that would that would help right um, and then the second thing is the parents need to consider lending their children money and not mm. gifting it to them right mm. because then that would only I mean, that would help both parties. They would get money back eventually, right? right. Hopefully, the parents right. would get paid back, and then children, and then the the child would also learn um, how to make payments and be responsible with their money. Um, and then, lastly, it's just it's really important for the child to set um, goals and create a budget. And depending on what it is they're saving for and how much money they want to put away each month, um, they need to get that set up okay. and communicate that with their parents because that's important too. You kind of have like an expiration date, right? So I'm living at home now, but in two years, mom, dad, I'll be out of here because I'm planning to save up, you know, Excellent. so much, right, each month, you know, and then just following up with that plan. And and now to go off of that too, so you're looking at like, what is, does it make a difference how long they stay? You know, like from what you've seen financially, is it kind of a thing where, it just gets absorbed over time and even maybe even more so or is it or is it a situation where it can get more costly as it goes on or what what do you see so what i see is it definitely gets more costly okay and the longer the longer they stay with the parents i think it's harder for both the parents and the child to to maybe break away or they become complacent or comfortable or used to that help that mom and dad are giving them right uh, okay um so and, and another thing with that I wanted to mention too is it's not good for a child, especially someone saving for maybe they're they're a first-time home buyer and right. they want to purchase a house, right. right? And so they're staying with their mom and dad until they can save up enough money for a down payment right. or something like that. Mm -hmm. But that actually affects them negatively in the long run because when they're ready to purchase their house, then a lender, like let's say Rise, Federal Credit Union, right, or whoever is lending them that money for the mortgage they want to see rental history, history oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. And so then that, point. yeah, so then that can affect them. Um, but what they can do to offset that is still pay their parents a, a monthly portion of rent. Because even oh. though that's not reported on a credit report, then lenders can still go back on bank statements, and they will, to see how much money they are putting aside and giving towards towards a rent payment. So that can help with three things. It helps mm -hmm. with like the budgeting process. It helps with the credit history. Right. And that also helps the parents. I mean, that's kind of a triple, that's, that's right. a really good idea. Definitely. Okay, cool. And so we talked about the financial benefits for the child, for the parents, it's a little more tricky. Um, now, what what is the kind of like financially, when do things kind of run out? You know, like every situation can be different, but you, you were talking about maybe they want to save to buy a house. You mentioned like a two-year time period. Mm -hmm. And obviously there's other factors at play, but if you're mm -hmm. just looking at financially, after how many years could things start to be more of a strain from what you've seen? That's a good question. It just and really, Yeah, it really does just depend okay. um, because we've seen all sorts of situations and, and circumstances. So that's, yeah, that's a tough question. But definitely the longer it goes on, then the harder it kind of is to to come out of that situation. So then so then back to the child, then what what is the most important thing that they should be focusing on or the parents could maybe 
direct them to focus on Mm -hmm. while they're at home? Should it be, you know, budgeting? Should it be saving? Should it be both? I mean, what should they be kind of like, you don't want to harp on the the child, but you know, that that you're kind of on them and basically kind of steadily on them and reinforcing Definitely. Well, all of it is important. Okay. Yeah. So it's really staying on top of their budget, creating that budget and following it, being consistent with it, um, setting aside that, you know, monthly payment, like I said, whatever, whether that be a water bill or, or you know, a portion of the rent or something, but being consistent with those payments. Um, but I think it's very important for the parents to educate their children on those kind of financial responsibilities, even if parents... And a lot of parents aren't, you know, they, they're not financial experts, right. um, but at least they know the basics like um, how important your credit is and staying on top of your payments and, you know, not not falling behind with, you know, with payments and things like that. So how important is it to include children on these topics, these financial topics? And, and I want to go into t- two parts of this. The first part I want to talk about is is going to be to what we're talking about adults living at home. How important mm-hmm. is it with your children if they are living at home? How, you know, just just have the conversation, start the conversation. And then the second part I want to talk about is just in general because a lot of times you hear about parents not talking about or talking to their kids about finances. My dad mm-hmm. finally started with me as he got older. I mm-hmm. think he kind of looked around and was like, "No, you don't really want to hide this stuff from your kids." you want to kind of bring them into the fold so they can learn more about it and maybe get a little bit of a mm-hmm. running start. Right. So, but let's take the first one first. So how important is it if, if you do have a child that is staying at home to have the financial conversation? I mean, how important is that? No, it's extremely important. It's extremely important to involve them in, or to have that com- uh, that conversation um, and communication because I think that's what sets the expectations, okay. right? And then that that's what kind of defines those boundaries and those lines of what what the parent is willing to help with what they can help with and you know what what they can't and what the what the uh the responsibility of the child will be you know so it's definitely it's extremely important um pretty much needs to be had right right yeah and there's also from studies i've read it's important to also create communal budgets Mm. where both you know you create a budget together mom and child mom dad and child um where everyone kind of has on one budget what their expenses are and they track all that together. Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then just the more broad conversation expanding out just really quickly. uh, This could be a whole nother subject, but a whole nother topic. But, you know, how, how important is it to start talking to your kids and what age should you start introducing them into the financial kind of world inside of things? Right. So I, I would say, and what we teach is, um, what we say is as soon as possible. Okay. So yeah, we have a team that goes out and does financial education classes and they start as small as like third grade, third grade students around there. Um, just knowing, uh, teaching them the, the value of money and, mm-hmm. and how important it is to save money. And, um, so yeah, it's, it's important to start as early as you can. Um, and going back to, to how you phrased it the first time, I think it's interesting. I think it's part of our of our culture mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and a certain generation that tends to shy away from those things and yeah. doesn't feel comfortable talking about yeah. money and doesn't, um, yeah, they don't feel, I don't know if it's that parents um, don't feel comfortable or they don't feel they know it enough to share it. Okay, or, that could yeah, be so, interesting. So, and that's, that's something else we see a lot, yeah. Yeah, but it is important and as young as you can start. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Pearl Contreras, Rise Federal Credit Union. And where can people go to find out information about lending and and all that sorts of banking and all that? Yeah, definitely. So our website is rise.us. 
Um, I also wanted to mention that RISE does have financial counselors available to members. So if you need help with um, a plan for getting out of debt or saving up for a house or anything like that, then we have financial counselors that can help with that. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was cool. If you enjoyed this conversation, make sure to comment, subscribe, and share it with your friends. You can check out our past archive of episodes on kfoxtv.com or listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for breaking it down with me, and we'll see you next time here on The Breakdown.